Hi, this is Thomas with Believe in the Run. This is Robbie with Believe in the Run. And this is Megan with Believe in the Run. And you're listening to The Drop, our weekly podcast that is very exciting. And you're probably thrilled that you're, I don't know, you could be running this Friday. And first thing you listen to, like you pull it up, you're like, oh, it can't, comes out at 6 a.m. And you're like, I want to go for my run. Or you save it for Saturday for your long run or even Wrap Sunday. Maybe, maybe for the last day of Summer Grit. Yeah. Which maybe, is on Monday. What do you think about, is it? July's almost over. I know. It went fast. Is that that? Uh, unless you're actually. That tra- is not true. Unless you're actually doing huge grit mileage, in which case it probably went really slow. Wait, are you serious? Monday is the, the last of- day of grit? That's yeah. July 31st? Did you know it's a mind trip? If you think back that we were at Worlds a year ago. I know. I keep getting those memories. Like oh, that they pop so up weird. on my phone. It seems like. How come I'm not getting any memories? You don't did have you a, take photos? You have I did. A degenerative brain. Yeah. They don't come back to you. It's just like you were never there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that felt like it was three years ago. Or five. I don't even it almost feels like it didn't even happen. Remember yeah. how great the weather was? That was, that was beautiful nice. weather. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Oh yeah, like fifty in the morning up mm-hmm. to eighty five in the day. What is that? Shakeout runs every morning. Five mm-hmm. K. That five K was a lot of fun. It's funny because we... You're wearing just, the shirt. Uh, oh, yeah. That shirt is a year old. Track Town Pizza. Still we, here. We chatted with Chris Chavez yesterday. He'll be on an upcoming episode. And that came up about how our schedules were so crazy because we wouldn't go out to dinner until like 8 or 9 p.m. in order to catch all the events. And then you'd stay out drinking and then you'd do a shakeout run the next morning. And it was just like that over and over for five days. And that was... And 8 p.m. is 11 p.m. our time. Right. And so we... And it was rough. I mean, I think most of the nights I got like four and a half, five hours of sleep. Yeah. I got four and a half hours of sleep before that A6 5K, and then I got a PR. So that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that course was really nice, though. And we talked about that a little bit, that we got to run on the same course that they're running the marathon. So it's like, really, I, I thought it was like, like yeah. tons of fun. Oh, yeah. Um, but we're not going to Budapest. So speaking of, we're not, speaking of grit, real quick, the... There's been some drama. Did you hear the drama? Oh, no. Please fill us in. So you know how there's sandbaggers. Yeah. Right? I like, haven't entered my miles. Every month there's a sandbagger, <laughs> Thomas <laughs> being one of them. <laughs> Me too. And Megan. <laughs> Megan might win. Um, do it right? no, that's- and Thomas is learning how to do cups on air. <laughs> Sip first, it cups. First time. <laughs> but so Pat Blair, who we've been telling everyone, Lincoln is charity. Yeah, yeah. Running a marathon he's every a, day. He's a fraud. No, I'm just kidding. No, he's actually been doing that running marathon every day. He's actually beyond that. Right now, he's at 665 miles as of today. Of course he today. is. Yep. Is but, he going for 1,000 now? Is he going to just be like, I'll do 400 I think days. he's going for 850 or something. Okay. But turns out that there's a gentleman in, I think, Japan? Or he's, it says Princeton, New Jersey, but I'm pretty sure his maps were in Japan. Who this doesn't check out? <laughs> who has been running like more than a marathon every day and has been for years? What? And his Strava's legit. Like people, like every people were. This came up at the Thursday night run. So wait. So he loaded all his stuff last went like last Thursday before the. It was like the day of the grit party. But he okay. used it. He used a U.S. shipping address. Uh, I don't know. Because you said Princeton, New Jersey. I guess so, because it says city, state, New Jersey, yeah. Okay, but he's l- living in Japan? I don't know. It's 
I thought it when I looked it up. It was in he was in Japan. Kanato Goto is a croissant or a cat as a that's a croissant. <laughs> um, as a, bro, now we can't photo. tell the difference. Between <laughs> Let's it. play a game: a croissant or cat. Or cat. <laughs> so I guess he is in New Jersey. But look, so there's. Uh, so this is yesterday. 20, Whoa, he's like moving. Twenty six and a half. So this is. Wait, yeah, what's his pace? Seven thirty. Seven thirty for. But then it's marathon, like he'll like do every day. Then he'll do three more in the afternoon, and then like a half mile run, and then like a two mile run. He does like four runs a day, hmm. which seems wild. And so this is like every day of his life. Like there's weeks where it's like look, 250 miles in one week. Is that possible? I On mean, bike. it's it's possible, <laughs> but what are you doing? Like 32 30... miles. Wait, it's click on that. K. Click on that. What are you looking for when you click on that? Elapsed time. Okay. Moving time, four hours. Elapsed time, five hours. So Does this not, man not have a job? I don't know. And so it's really... His job is running. That's what it seems like. That's that's interesting, right? All right. So, yeah, I guess there's someone out there. As nutty as our, our friend so, Patrick. So yeah. right now, with that uh, guy logging all his miles, putting all his entries in last week, they're literally neck and neck. They're the exact same mileage. All right, Pat, it's time to pick it up. Yeah, Pat. So this, so I think this dude is starting to do those like quadruple runs every day to like get an extra mileage. Dude, I'm struggling. Do they with realize <laughs> that there's no real like there's a prize, but there's no like it's not like a yeah it's not like a million dollars or anything. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's more it's than for some pride. Ra- it's pride. more than a lot of races. Pride. That's yeah, true. true. So and all right. Then well, good luck, Michael Mbagu, who is at the the grit party he's in third place with 462 miles yeah just people are just throwing up some yeah y'all are nuts heavy miles i mean Anyways. i kind of miss it because last year i did the high mileage and this year i haven't but like i ra- i ran on uh that i did 12 on saturday with Jarrett, mm-hmm. and i'm falling apart like i came home and my ankle hurt dude same <laughs> i'm like what's going on no we should maybe believe in believe in something else other than the run the wheelchairs might be, <laughs> might be in disbelief right now yeah um <laughs> Meg, meanwhile megan's crushing it so megan's not only getting her training for chicago done and doing it well and hitting all her paces but uh i mean we can talk about our party but megan you also did for the hydration tour which includes the grit party yeah you also hit oklahoma city and yeah. the turnout was insane yeah i mean oklahoma city what that was probably one of my favorite (laughs) stops like the people were so nice like i felt so much love from that whole community the red coyote and that store there the store was incredible the people there were amazing like i would go back just to hang out with those people i asked her if it was kind of like the woodlands because i was getting that vibe Uh It, it is it's like pleasantville like we were running okay. down these like beautiful neighborhoods and like all of the grass is perfect. And like, I was like, something's off here. Like, why is everything so perfect? Yeah. Any glitches? Any that probably. two cats walking across the same time? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but so you went out there and one of the things that I, I have to say, I haven't been totally jealous of you doing the, uh, the, the tour. <laughs> I know where this is going. Where's it going? Are you, are you talking about the snow cones? Yeah, the shaved ice, man. <laughs> Dude. 
That was that was pretty amazing. So they had a truck come that had shaved ice, and it's like the really good, like thin shaved ice. And then they mixed up different um, scratch products and then put that on top. What? So you were like getting hydrated and having and a iced. delicious icy beverage. No, oh, it's not a thing at more everything. Things. But here's a problem, Robbie. Of all the stops so far, coldest place. Yeah, oh, it, the, was, the it was the best run. weather. It was crazy because it's been like in the hundreds all week there. And the day we came in, there was like a cold front. And so our morning run was like like high 60s or low 70s. Oh, wow. And the humidity was down. So it was like lovely. Yeah, yeah. Man. And so they just had a... The, the truck was from scratch? No. So no. this truck, okay. they, they worked with the store okay. to make this scratch gotcha. like drinks. Man, that's such a good idea. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Say that it was an 80-degree, 90-degree day. You finish your run, and someone gives you an icy. No, it was still hot. We were still sweating by the end. It was amazing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but, I'm sure. Okay, even so, you, you get that, and you get to the, the, the smiles on the people's faces. Nobody was holding one of these that wasn't grinning from ear to ear. Because you can't not be happy when you're having You also look that. like a bunch of kids because it had the colors. Did it taste, and it tasted good? So good. So it's not so it's not like you're getting high fructose corn syrup. No, it's scratch. Yeah, yeah. Man, someone needs to cash in on this ASAP, dude. I think at the running event they should be having this truck oh, yeah. go around yeah. and do shaved ice for people. Yeah. Which, side note, I I'm, you know, Baltimore snow cones are a thing, mm -hmm. and it's basically ice, crushed ice or whatever yeah. with gross syrup on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't get it. You don't get it? I mean, I get it, but I think it's just, I'm not into it. Oh, I love it. Wait, have you had the one? Snow Oasis. Snow Oasis? Snow Oasis. No. The one it's out in the Wonderwall. Uh-uh. They do the real thin shaved <laughs> okay, ice. Okay, okay. It's real good. Like, that's what you had at yeah. the thing? Yeah. What about Aritas? Have you had Aritas? Yeah, I like Aritas. It's it's but, similar to that. But I need it with the gelato. I Yeah. Yeah. I am also someone who has the scoop of ice cream in there. Okay. The ones that are really bad are the ones that... Like the ice is kind of thicker and then and it granular. all sticks together and that's, it's like one ice ball. Okay, that's yeah. what I'm talking no, about. Those, those suck. Those suck. Okay. That's, yeah. that's more of a snow cone. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the ball. That's <laughs> the Baltimore snowballs. Like that's the, the shaved ice is what we're talking okay, about. Okay. Okay. But this looked even lighter it was. and more shaved. It was so it good. It looked like flat. Like if they took a block of ice and just shaved it like thin, off, like thin versus like I think the way that they do it. In the Baltimore one, it's like just like grind it up. Yeah, I think it's like I don't I don't know. Okay. Imagine imagine the first person who shaved ice. How do you think they did that? Do you think they took like a face razor and were just shaving it off, thinking they were probably high. No, I'm gonna say okay. So you know, in the old days, to get refrigerator ice, they used to cut it in blocks and you yeah. take a giant block home with you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking those guys probably when they chipped off, like when they were cutting those blocks or whatever, and they chipped them off and ate, it, and they're like, oh, that's delicious. Like let's just nice. do, keep doing this. Yeah. I bet that was a hard, hard thing to do at first before you, you got really good bleeds. Yeah. I don't know. And then Gillette got involved. Yeah. And then, you know, it was all downhill. Dude, imagine uh, Gillette and Scratch, um, maybe like a collaboration. The best a man That's can not get. It. That's not it? That's no? not it. Okay, we'll try that one again. All right. We'll circle back around, on the, circle back on that one. So before you went to Oklahoma City and met all these wonderful people. Which, by the way... They weren't all from Oklahoma City. People drove like some guy came from Kansas City. Some people came from Texas. Like it's it's blowing my mind. I had to figure out because like I kind of 
Like, wow. you know where Oklahoma is, that little panhandle thingy? Yeah. With, like, next to Texas? Mm-hmm. For some reason, I think of it as more north than it is. Yeah. And then Kansas is next to it. Like, I, that whole middle area gets yeah, confusing to me. I don't know. Dude, weirdly enough, I ran into the lead singer of the Flaming Lips in Oklahoma <laughs> City outside of, like, in the... Dude. Outside of a club, like, in an alleyway. Just, do you realize? Yeah, I do realize. it was. That you have the most beautiful face. Thank you. It was, but he was a cool dude. He was nice. Apparently, he got in trouble. Uh, did is he? Had a, he's one of those people who got canceled. Me too person. Yeah, he's a me too. Guy. No way. Yeah, pull serious? it up. Isn't that every rock star though? I, like, I, it, well, I would think so. I mean, isn't that why you become a rock star? I mean, that's. It's just amazing to me the amount of '80s bands who just. I guess it's just assumed if you're a Motley Crue that you're. A yeah. See, shit. they can't get canceled because people are like yeah that was their thing. But if you're Flaming Lips, they're like mm, I don't know. Yeah, you got to start out a scumbag and just stay a scumbag. All right, first check-in. I got a special guest with me today. Robbie is going to be doing the check-ins with me. I'm sorry, you have to hear this. <laughs> Robbie, what is a tip that you give someone who's finishing up grit? All right, you're in the last week of grit if you're doing summer grit. If you're not, it's still probably hot where you are. So just keep it moving. Try to keep cool. This is the, it's the hardest part, but it's also the easiest part because you can see the finish line. So just keep moving. Yeah, you're motivated by the miles you got. All right, check in in a minute. The crazy thing about the hydration tour and uh, asterisk grit party is people did travel. Like even for the grit party hydration tour stop, we had people driving down from Pennsylvania. Yeah. We had uh, the one guy, The uh, he wrote a nice note, the uh, size 15 foot runner or whatever. Size uh, 15, yeah. Yeah, he... Where did he come from? He came from Richmond. Yeah, Richmond, Virginia. That's like three hours from here. Yeah, Yeah. like people are traveling for this. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. And we had one dude from Japan. Yeah, one guy. (laughs) One guy. And one guy from Los Angeles. Not a big deal. A couple people from Boston. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the great party was insane. Uh, Some of those weirdos were lining up at 4.30 p.m. outside the door. I blame Alex Arslan for that. That's his fault. Like uh, when we told people there'd be free CLA hats being handed out. That'll do it. For the first 150 people, which to be honest, we gave out 300. We gave out way more than we should have. (laughs) Yeah. And if you think about it, retail, these hats go for like 45 bucks. Oh, yeah. You're getting. So this just in hats. Yeah, we're probably one of the largest re- uh, retailers of CLA hats that day. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was probably the largest gathering of CLA heads in the world ever. What was great is it. Then I went on my Saturday run with the Faster Bastards, and you know you saw some CLA hats. Did mm-hmm. Did you guys know before our event that CLA hats had different sizes? Yeah, because he said he was going to tell us about <laughs> this. That. Blew my mind. I wait. I what size do you need? I don't know. I still don't know. I just. Pick up well, a hat and tighten it if I need to. So he gave me the small version of the Legionnaire hat. Mm. And that was, it was pretty tight on me. Fits my kid perfectly. That like, makes sense. Yeah. So I was like, uh, probably don't get the small version of that. But, but then I have the small version of the fractal hat and that's too big. Yeah, but and it I, would depend on what, how they're sizing it. But the fractal ones, fit, I think they were both 58 centimeters, which is... There's something off there. I thought the whole point of hats was so that there was just one size. Fits yeah, on. you would think so. I mean, you just tighten it. That's that's what I don't really quite get because of the. But even when we've had hats, people have always said, "Oh, I like this hat you have because it fits my head. I don't like that one that you have." I know, but it seems like such a. 
it seems almost worse to have two different sizes. That's what I'm saying. You're just my confusion is that yeah. I I believe that my head per capita per or comparison to the rest of my body mm-hmm. probably runs small <laughs> per square. Yeah, that's why you don't have any memories. Yeah, <laughs> it's all dripping out. Yeah, can't can't hold them. Anyway, so the the party was pretty sick. We had people lined up waiting to get in. It was standing room only inside the in complete outside of our headquarters, like the the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. The entire block was and, full. Yeah, and there was people that ran there, so they made it did a good job of smelling the place up right yeah. from the get go. Yeah, so nice. thanks for that. And then they had the shoes out front for people to demo the Kyona Thirty, and uh, it was just it's fun seeing some of the people that we don't get to see all the time, even though they're part of the community, because just logistics and where they live or whatever. So like, mm-hmm. you know, Eric was over here from Eat Fit Club. Oh yeah. And then of course, Lowe, who's doing the train to NYC with us, showed up with his friends. There's all kinds of people. Yeah, I mean, it was just insane. And the, uh, you didn't actually say that Kayano-san, the, the creator of the Kayano, Joe Kayano, was I, here. Yeah, I didn't. And he presented us with a special gift. Yeah which was the original Kayano. They made 75, they remade 75 pairs. Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah, and then out of that 75 pairs, he signed 25 shoes. Whoa. So we have one of 75 and one of 25. Yeah. So it's, it's, I think it's a pretty big deal as far as, like that kind of stuff, that's what geeks me up is like we have a replica of the original 1993 Kayano. Mm-hmm. And it's signed by the guy who designed it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And then you ran in it to the part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. That and then I had if you just took out the case and laced it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Size nine, perfect. Um, His mind would have been blown. I uh, and then I took. Well, it was cool because Greg presented him. Greg Itahara mm-hmm. uh, presented him with a custom pair. Of yeah, I was pairs. bummed you weren't there because it, it was kind of like behind the scenes behind the scenes before the event happened that he presented it to him and um so you guys weren't there yet you were getting ice and other stuff i guess yeah but it was there was a few people in the office just like the review some of our reviewers and stuff so they got to see it which is cool well what was i thought so they put those shoes up on pedestals they did this like little display area and they put those shoes literal pedestals yeah yeah the problem was that, like, people who didn't know what was going on, like, when they were waiting to go to the bathroom and stuff, they were just, like, picking them up like they were, <laughs> like, a shoe that you could possibly get yeah. or something like that. And I'm like, don't touch. They're like, hand-painted. Yeah. These are hand-painted one-offs. Yeah. So he, he did that, and um, I actually got him to sign the back of a large canvas, and I'm going to paint a picture of the kind of original on the front of it nice. and have his signature on the back, which to me is, like, that's like a double whammy collector piece. Cause like, yeah. You know, original artwork and the signature of the guy who did the original design someday in the future after you die and it's like found starting not to get morbid, but, and it's, you know, get somehow lost and gone forever. Someone's going to find it and think that he painted Kinda it. Son painted it. <laughs> <laughs> Meg will it's still gonna be have around. a signature Meg, on it. Meg will tell her. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was pretty cool. And I actually got to run with him a little bit. So while you guys took over the streets and it was insane. Cause like when you guys left the office, literally I looked down the street 
and it was from one side of the street to the other side was just was bodies awesome. and you guys were just it was like one of those moving like I, I th- there was more people there it was over 300 people it was more than some 5k's that i've seen <laughs> and you guys are like going going down the road i love it because it's you as someone you know who bikes into work and always feels like i'm getting railroaded by cars it's always nice when you can flip the tables on yeah. on the cars. <laughs> you sit and wait <laughs> <laughs> kind of like did you ever do bike party in baltimore i haven't done it but i know what you're saying it's kind of the same it's I've been, probably I've been super caught, annoying. I've been caught it. behind yeah. bike par- party. I get it. But if you're in it, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like a, a, it's like almost like kids when you get to, like if your parents ever let you be the ones who would be the boss for the day. Yeah. It's like you're riding down the middle of the street. You're like, yeah, I'm invincible. Yeah. But you guys were running off. We decided, um, so to get to the brewery, so we were running to Mobtown. You guys had a 3.1 mile route that ran along the water it was actually pretty nice it actually it was exactly 3.1 I, I saw on people's strava and on the map when i mapped it out it was like 2.8 so i was like that ah, whatever it turned out to be 3.1 yeah. yeah and so straight to the um mob town if you leave and just run up our street here it's only 1.7 uh-huh. and so kyanasan and again and i had uh, allison staples and Jarrett, Widefoot Jarrett, we're like, we're just going to run straight to there with Kayano-san mm-hmm. and do a shortcut so that we can we can be there. And I'll tell you, some people were running so fast that by the time we got there, because we, we waited for you guys to leave and then we started our straight shot, but there was people already like oh, finishing yeah. when we got there. Yeah, some of those people up in the front, I knew they were going to go 6.30s or something dumb. <laughs> but I have zero chill. Yeah. Well, when I, when I asked Chris Hogger to lead it, I knew he was going to. Yeah. He's always like, yeah, yeah, I'll keep it cool. I'm like, no, you won't. Yeah. You never have. And so he didn't, <laughs> which was fine. I wanted him to go fast because there's going to be fast people there. Um, and I, I kind of rounded up the back for the most part. Um, not because I'm, I'm running that slow, of course, just because yeah. I was. Because you're, it's a, you're doing the Lord's work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was actually running that. <laughs> I was like, this is perfect pace for me. 10 minutes, 11 minutes mile. And then um, when we got to Mobtown, they were handing out the uh, hydration tour shirts, which I got to say, they it was so much fun to see so many people wearing swag. Like we had, as soon as some of the people got that shirt, they threw it on. Mm-hmm. But additionally, like I saw a pass grit swag out there. We saw um like just tons of like regular believe in the run merchandise like people yeah and it really means a lot to us to like have that support from y'all and then also to see it it's like when we show up someplace and we're like are they here for us are they not and you see them roll up with the yeah. believe in the run gear on you're like all right cool. these are our people and then we ordered 60 pizzas mm-hmm. Was thank that you. all? Because it seemed you, like Helen. more. Yeah. Thanks to Helen for getting that done. Yeah. How much did 60 pizzas cost? I think it was like $2,000. No, 1500 I don't know. Somewhere in there. Yeah. It's probably about right. Yeah. A pizza. 1200 So we had that and then we had... How do they even make 60 pizzas? That's, that's what, I was, what I was wondering. Because <laughs> like, I, I guess you can probably throw four in the oven at a time. Okay. I don't know. Sometimes when I see or things maybe, like that, maybe we are living in. Say you can do six. Say that you could throw <laughs> si- your thing. pizza oven can throw six at a time because you figure if you're a pizza restaurant, they yeah. probably have a warming system somewhere. They can just make them and throw them into a warmer. I guess you mean an oven. 
No, because that would you mean like make them like two hours ahead of time? I don't know. Yeah, I think that they have like I think they they have a warmer once once you put like if you keep it's a restaurant, so you got to be able to cook more than one pizza at a time. So you can probably put like six in there, and then that's just ten cooking sessions, and you put them in the box, put them under a heat lamp. If somebody, yeah. if anybody's worked at a pizza place, you tell I, us. I was going to say, yeah, if someone could someone figure that out. Yeah. I guess they could prep all of them ahead of time, and then you just, how long does it take Load to cook one? Five minutes? Like three minutes. Yeah. In our Breville. Yeah. That thing is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I saw you make a pizza for Jarrett real cool. Yeah. Not not me, though. You, you never come over. out of it. You got to come over on Fridays. That's when it happens. Friday nights? Yeah. Okay. Nights. Uh, perfect. That's when I... The only my problem kids with get it, to though, eat pizza and three other nights of the week. They're delicious, <laughs> but, <I'm lazy. laughs> but, but because we eat them the before a long run, you it's not like you're doing like pizza and beer or anything like that. It's just what are you talking about? Like we've had beverages. Every I was like, night. wait, there's yeah. definitely have beer <laughs> or whatever. Like, or yeah, food. I don't think I've had pizza without wine yet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> pizza and wine, man, mm, it's fancy. Box like, wine though, yeah. Red, okay, Revolution, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep it classy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> everything comes from cardboard at our house our recycling is insane but um, the, the mob town beers were good too when we were there mm-hmm. they, i like that mexican the mexican lager yeah whatever. it was named after one of the simpsons characters oh, okay. i caramba or something like oh that, yeah or something like yeah that. well that it doesn't doesn't bart say that yeah and they they were just that was a great system so they had bucket large buckets of ice and just beer cans in there which is perfect yeah, Aces hooked line. us up with a beer tab. Yeah, and uh, took care of the Mob Town crew. Yeah, it was a it was just a good time. You know how sometimes in the summer it's like feels like summer. That felt like summer. Yeah, like when you think of how you want the summer to be, that's what it feels like. That's a that's a perfect description because like we finished that run, and it was still warm out. We had that golden oh, light. Man. The beers were flowing. People were eating pizza. People sitting on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And it was actually, so I was writing a recap for this yesterday. I'm not quite done, but I was like, started putting, I was like, I should put together like a summer playlist on playing this. Oh, I like it. And then I started listening to like, you know, Boys of Summer by Don Henley and like 1979 by Smash Pongas. Then I was getting like super sad. I was like, man, I want to be a kid again. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, I was like, man. So then last night I had a dream about me and like all my old friends, like a couple who have like since like passed away thanks to drugs and like like all it was like everyone kind of like in this dream and it was like super sad because i was like but it was like that whole thing brought it like i just went for writing the uh the grit recap to this whole like existential life crisis Mm. (laughs) all right that's how it starts maybe maybe back up a little bit (laughs) Um. but you know what i mean that's that and that song by Don the Boys of Summer. Boys of Summer. That's such a good song. Oh, I love that song. It's like the perfect feeling of like I, I'm trying to remember. It was youth. in a movie or something. I can't remember which one it is, but it is. It's like that. It's yeah. it, it 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 evokes sad feelings. Yeah. And but then you could put on feelings. Lana Del Rey after it. I did I was on the play it was on the playlist. <laughs> like three of her You songs. gotta let Ma- Megan's uh yeah. music choices are happy. Like she is a happy I'm like that where like if it's a rainy day, I love putting on the Smiths and kind of like mm-hmm. yeah. going sour on life, you know, just being like. I, I mean, I, yeah, I enjoy that. But Megan's playlists are all pretty positive. But then the, so of course I had to look up 
the origins of boys of summer and all this stuff because i can't not do that after the boys of summer and it turns out that um well the the title was taken from like the dodgers baseball team from like the Mm -hmm. 1950s or whatever but the the don henley didn't write the music originally it was a songwriter who wrote it and was like shopping it around and tom tom petty turned it down which he was he had the chance to take it and then he later on down the road he told don henley i like he's like good for you i really regret not doing that song oh boy because it had like a weird minor chord they didn't like in the chorus that they then took out but um but that is like a perfect tom petty song too could you imagine him doing that yeah yeah for sure i mean yeah Last Dance with Mary Jane, the uh, free like falling, yeah. yeah, like all those are like. I can't believe when he died, I was I was like a little surprised. Yeah, you just that you just thought he'd live forever. <laughs> I don't. It, it is kind of there is <laughs> this kind of weird. One of those vampires living in the valley. Very gotcha. good, <laughs> very good. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, yeah, I just it's weird when somebody that's always been like he's. I felt like he was part of my life through like 80s 90s yeah oh he was only 66 yeah oh wow i forgot he was that young i mean because well, he constantly put out good music for he was decades. always a part of stuff yeah yeah like, like 70s yeah and wildflowers didn't come out till in like 1993 or something yeah. and that was and then he was traveling wilburys yeah <laughs> like, he really had it going on sucked. it was an accidental drug overdose was it what kind yeah. of drugs Fentanyl, oxycodone, and Xanax, along other medications. Oof. Yeah, that's a potent. That'll mix. do it. Man, this is a man. It's third time we've brought up drug overdoses on this podcast. <laughs> Holy yikes! It's a positive one um, <laughs> this week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the let's get back to the party a little okay, bit. Okay. Yeah. It was a Summer. it was a good hang, and it was also one of the quietest nights for the hydration tour team because most of the time when they've been doing the hydration tour, they've been late night hydrating so we we wrapped it up early because guess what they had to do god uh, go to another hydration tour not just that what did you do in the morning Meg? oh we got in our long runs before we went to Oklahoma oh did you City. friday with, morning with yeah. workouts in it no oh. oh there wasn't no just 16 miles oh and then they got showered they got packed uh-huh. then they got to the airport yep i was Which, actually oh go ahead the well i was just gonna say Smooth sailing on the way there for the most part. We were like the last people on the plane. Less smooth sailing on the way home. Yeah. Like another Megan Vortex. Of- yeah, yeah, but she, this one? she rubbed off on me. So she, first of all, the problem with Oklahoma City is it's just so hard to get to. Like there's no direct flights from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so we flew through Charlotte, no, Dallas, you to Dallas on the way out. but And that's how Megan went on the way home. But I threw, flew through Charlotte on the way back home. Which would have been fine if my first flight wasn't delayed an hour, oh. and I had an hour layover. Oh, did you have to, to the so run? wait, Megan? There's there's time clocks that tell you how long it will take you to get. So from while I'm to on get. my first flight, the flight attendant comes down and he's like checking on everyone and being like, "You're gonna make it fine. Just make sure you get here." You're gonna, and then he comes to me and he's like, "Oh," <laughs> and he's like, "We're gonna get to the gate at five forty eight your plane doors are probably going to close around 550. Oh, and it good was thing you ran 16 miles the day before. It was in a completely different terminal. So Charlotte oh. is huge oh, that's and right. they don't have like a train system. It's just walking. Uh-huh. <laughs> just walking. And so like once you get off it tells you where all the terminals are and I look up and mine it, it says 19 minutes. To to walk there? To walk there. 
So what do you think? Duke, Duke what do you Kipchoge think Megan did it? Here. Yeah. What do you think Megan made it in? Nineteen minutes to walk, so that would be like three quarters of a mile. So you probably did it in six minutes. Okay, six minutes. Wow. And I get there, and I'm like sprinting, out of breath. I get to the gate, and the guy is like, "Are you going to Baltimore?" And I was like, "Yes." And he's like, "Come on over." And I was like, "You're kidding me." <laughs> so she texts me, "I'm getting on the plane." No so way. I'm like getting on. I sit down. I put all my stuff down. I'm like so happy right now because I'm like the flight attendant to- told me there's absolutely zero chance I'm going to make right, it. Right, right. And all like of a sudden, she almost booked a eight thirty flight. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, over the loudspeaker, the guy goes. Um, we're going to have to ask everyone to deplane. There is a problem with the hydro system. <laughs> and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Oh, man. So then I get off Amazing. the plane. They're like, everyone on the plane is like freaking the F out. And I'm just like, whatever, this is what it is. I knew travel was going to not be great today. Yeah. And so they're like, we're trying to find you guys another plane. So then like 30 minutes go by. They're like, we found a plane go over to this gate we go over to that gate it's it changes the time keeps changing then they're like we don't actually have a plane here we're going to another gate so then i go to another gate Meanwhile, i think i went people to three are freaking out yeah, right? are you're back to where you started um yeah i did i went almost no back way. to the gate That's that i amazing. ran from originally well um do you in that situation i honestly wish there would be some sort of experiment where you would say the plane had a problem and see how many people would take their chances <laughs> and stay on instead like, of deplaning. Be like, now look, if you want to stay on and just go, we can do that. And I bet there, I bet like half the plane would stay on. I, I mean, I would. Yeah, I would. I'd be like, what? It's probably a door that's not closing or something. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so wait. So so may I'm getting text updates and like it's 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 like schizophrenic almost. Like yes, I made it on the plane. Oh no, they're asking us to get out of the plane. Oh, that's awesome. You're we just got like another plane. Silence. Down. You just set the yeah. notification to silence. <laughs> so, yeah. She finally gets home. We, uh, we, it was, so you were supposed to get home at around seven. Seven. And you ended up getting home around nine thirty ten. Ten. Mm-hmm. It, it was wasn't, 10. it wasn't terrible. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. But Saturday's gone. Yeah. Yeah. And then so uh, Sunday, we have, you, we both had a day off. Mm-hmm. So, no running, no anything. We went out to breakfast. Oh, nice. We went to Needs. Needs, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice breakfast. Nice day. Megan was able to do. <laughs> if you say Needs, it sounds like you're going to a, like a soup kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's with a K, though. But it's, yeah, it's a, like bread kneading yeah. dough. Kneading bread. Um, <laughs> Megan was able to do like unpack, get everything done. It's all good. We have a nice quiet evening at home. We pour some cocktails, sitting in the couch, and then it happens. <laughs> Second check-in. Still here with my man, Robbie. Robbie, say what's up. What's up, everybody? This is Robbie. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? This is <laughs> yeah. Robbie. Yeah, so Robbie, all right, you've made it this far in grit. You just talked about cruising on in. What's your favorite part, or what is the thing that you want people to focus on as they finish up this this uh summer grid i would say just be thankful that your body's holding up hopefully it is and then just focus on your fall goals hopefully you have some and just look forward to what you got and what you've done with your body the last month and preparing for those fall races a lot of body work there all right Lots we'll be body. back in a minute so <laughs> i'm actually so glad i had a witness this time so because crazy. the first time this happened 
I got victim shamed. Oh, really? I, I didn't did. know there was a first time. Oh, yeah. This Remember when he was, he was... Uh, when I lost my Takumi Sen. <laughs> oh, right. So the first time I got victim shamed, they're like, you must have done something. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I get up from the couch to get another cocktail, a uh, glass of wine. Because I finished my cocktail, make sitting there. We're having a lovely evening. We're sitting next to each other on the couch. What are you watching? Uh, probably. Love Island UK. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Go okay. to text. Um, <laughs> so we're sitting there, and when I get up, Meg's mom's dog biscuit mm-hmm. takes my seat. So I don't. I just when I come back over, I'm like, "Hey, biscuit, that's my seat." So she jumps down, and I was like, "Oh, you didn't have to get off the couch." Mm-hmm. And I went to pet her behind. Like, yeah. be like, oh, you didn't have to get off the couch. Snaps. Turns around. Takes a chunk out of my arm. Oh. Like this. I, I don't know if you've seen it without the bandage. I've seen it. Like into looks my like arm. like a shark attack. Yeah, it looks, but, but it, it looks like a shark it attack. It happened so fast. She got my arm. She got the back of my arm. She got my leg. Meg went into a uh, stopper and Meg got her arm uh, like chomped on. Yeah. Mine doesn't look oh, nearly as Oh, you have like a puncture bad. wound. Hers yeah. doesn't look as bad, but I think she's in more you, like pain. It got just, deep. It, it went deeper. It just, and it hit a vein. Damn. Yeah. So, I mean, and it, it was the craziest thing. Like, she went from like getting belly rubs to just like flipping out. She's not right. Right. So, we end up, <laughs> yeah, I, so. I'm drip. I'm pouring Blood is pouring out of my arm. Yeah, like so I'm, is it on your couch and stuff? Was it on your it's couch? It's all over the floor. In yeah. fact, there's still some. Is there some on our carpet? I don't know. Probably. Dude, if they did a... That, well, I, I found some blood this morning. I said, Megan, this is why we can't murder people because I'm still finding blood <laughs> yeah, everywhere. I, I feel like uh, 90% of that floor in your house has been covered with blood between Thomas cracking his head off the counter and yeah. all oh, that other stuff. Funny story. We went to the ER and I was sitting in the exact same chair that I sat in <laughs> no. when I was waiting for him when his head was... Exploding. so anyway so i i go like blood is pouring out of my arm like it's like dr- like drenching down off and dripping on the floor and i get woozy when i see blood oh that's so i megan's now going i've been bit and so she's freaking out i'm like Megan, i gotta go sit down i think i'm gonna pass out she's like what do we do what do we do and i'm like I, I, i'm like she's like do we call an ambulance and I and oh, wait, here's another one. And when my yeah, it's Brandon doing uh, stuff. Um, when my first, I thought biscuit was in here. I was about to take off. <laughs> yeah, you should. Um, when when we when I went to the hospital and I cracked my head on the counter. Yeah, that was like a three thousand dollar ambulance ride. Oh yeah. So I was Megan's like, do oh, we oh, avoid them at all costs? Yeah, I was like Megan's like, do we call the ambulance? Well, I just I couldn't tell how bad it was or like what she hit because there was just so much blood, yeah. and so I was like, I don't know what the right thing to do is. Right, and so you got so you got bit on your arm, your arm. I got bit this side, like it was like a machine gun. She's like, <laughs> like everywhere, and then even got Megan the back of my leg. Uh, I have like down here, like she went nuts. Yeah. Like you could, it was like a white blur tornado. Yeah. And um, in my face, wait, I'll get to my, one of my favorite things Meg said. Um, so Meg's finally like, should we call an ambulance? Whatever. I'm like, I'll drive. And she's like, no, you can't drive. You can't drive. I'm like, Meg, I'll drive. Well, we, it's right here. We'll just go straight to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And so we get to the hospital and they don't give up. Oh yeah, they're like this is the lamest thing we've seen all Literally, day. Literally, like yeah. I didn't even check in because I was like, I'm. It's not hat. Like I'll screw just it. Told, so him we, it. told him it was a gunshot. You might have had a little we, bit of we, front a little line better access. Time, yeah, we um we sat there for like five minutes and 
I heard people talking. They're like, I've been here since 7.30 a.m. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's like 9. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm like, Let, let's just go. So you understand why when I had limes and I was the doctor said go to the emergency room, I was like, I'm going to try to find the the anti-nausea meds from somebody who has yeah. instead yeah. of waiting for 12 hours in the uh, emergency room. So yeah, so we, we left the emergency room. We go to uh, Harris Teeter. We get some Band-Aids that have Neosporin on it. We get like a wound cleaning Bactine thing. We go home. We kind of triage ourselves. Yeah. But my favorite thing that Megan says is, I always thought that I'd be able to like dig into a shark's eyes and stop the attack. And she, goes, <laughs> she goes, this has ruined it for me. I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I was just thinking. I was like, I always thought maybe if there was like a small mountain lion, I could maybe that's, do something to fend it off. That's my thought. There's no way. I no, was like, I, I was like, I think it was just instinct to like get like in between <laughs> the dog and Thomas, you know, like you just, and I was like, I'm invincible. Like she won't. And then it like, she like grabbed yeah. on my and arm. And then you yeah, Meg's like, she would never bite me. <laughs> and then you curled up in a ball and just yeah. waited till it was all over. <laughs> Well, that it ended after, right after. Like that. literally, like, it, like you couldn't see where. Like when people were like, I grab it by the throat. I couldn't see, like it was just was a happening. white blur and blood, and like it was insane. So uh, yeah, and it, then it just she was just is it a he or she? She she, she was just cool then. She's yeah. totally fine. Like f she's totally fine right now. Like it's yeah, it's a very unfortunate that you know of. Who yeah. knows what's going on inside that head? Dude, she's planning something. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's cool, guys. Just chill yeah but i think that uh i don't know so if she's going to be part of the family much longer yeah probably not yeah that's a liability for i mean just anything yeah. well so, so the first time i was she was going nuts because there was birds under our deck on our top deck mm -hmm. so i was like she was scratching the deck i was like stop biscuit go inside and she wouldn't stop so i took my foot like i was gonna sweep right but not like aggressive yeah, yeah. like just like nudging like just like get off this area and she went ballistic and bit through my shoe and bit my, like I have a hole in my foot. So right now I have a scar on my foot. This is definitely a scar. Like there's no two ways about oh, this. Oh, yeah. One. You're going to look like my leg when yeah. that's all said and done. The back of this, she bit through my tattoo. Part of it was hanging off. And then uh, on the back of my leg. So I'm going to have Sounds like an like, excuse to get another tattoo. I, that's what I said no. to her. I said, can I get a tattoo? <laughs> and do you know what I said? Bar? This is why you shouldn't have gotten them because now they're all oh, messed man. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway. So I'm going to have uh, like four scars from this dog, but well, yeah, well, that's I'll always remember one him. way to remember. Man, that is crazy. I mean, that's terrifying. So very relaxing to have real. Megan home <laughs> from the tour. Yeah. So did you ever figure out what happened with Love Island UK? Oh, we're still watching. Yeah. Okay. Which by the way, I have to, I want to make sure that everyone knows it's UK that I, I'm watching. I not keep putting that on. Okay. There. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's. Megan hates the non-UK one. Yeah, they sound dumb. I, they're Is probably that just because your dad's just because your dad's British or something? You think? Yeah, and their their vocabulary is so much nicer than ours. Oh, okay, and so like even when they're saying stuff that is stupid, it doesn't sound dumb. It sounds lovely. Okay, it's kind of like if you wear glasses, somebody might think you're smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this That's is space. yeah, <laughs> they're doing that. I had a weird. So speaking of close encounters with death, I had a... <laughs> okay, let's... It's not a close encounter not, with death. Well, we could have. She got but, my jugular. But severe injury. Okay. I had a weird thing happen on Sunday morning. I went, you know, trying to test out the Nike Ultrafly trail shoe. Mm -hmm. So I went up on the Appalachian Trail by my parents' house in Pennsylvania, which, 
I need to just stop doing because my ankles are not in no shape for that. Like I didn't roll them, but it was close. And then they were just hurting by the end. Well, you have to, for people who don't know, it's, it's rocky. It's not like smooth trail. It's not even a, there's just no trail. It's just rocks. I mean, there's some part 10 foot stretches where it's dirt and rocks, but it's mostly a lot of rocks. So it's very hard to run because, and it was like up and down a mountain. So it's, wasn't flat or anything. I ran on top of the mountain for a little bit, but not that much. So I was going up the mountain, and a uh, lady's coming past me, and she's uh, through through hiking the the trail, and um, and she was like, "Oh, I was uh, be careful." I was just where I just came from, which is where I was going. She was like, "The it's the path is overgrown, so it's just a small single track, and no one tends to it, so it's just." in the areas where there's not trees it's just over brush over, overgrown she's like i was clearing it out with my walking sticks and there was a rattlesnake sunning itself like right in the path mm. so she said it was a pretty decent size and she was like so i like you know it ran off like um they don't they can't run yeah this one did it's evolution P- <laughs> slithered <PA> off. evolution <laughs> um and so but i was it was like five minutes from where I was. So if I would have been running through there five minutes before that, I'm stepping right on it. Yeah. Like, because it was covered up with the, wow. with the brush and everything. Yeah. And so that was, would have been bad. I was like, all right, well, that's good. I didn't, I, the one time me being late for my running actually paid <laughs> off. But you're also, you were out there by yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. And it was probably two miles into the run and I had no cell phone reception either. So, mm. and there's, it's nowhere near a hospital. I mean, I don't know that a rattlesnake will kill you these days, but if it would certainly, if you had to, all that blood going through your system. Well, that's the thing. It's your heart rates. They will like copperheads or the venom. You can generally be fine. I think if it's a copperhead, if you go get help relatively soon, but rattlesnakes are like timber rattlers are actually deadly. Um, Like if you don't, if you're not near help or get Mm. it, can you imagine the double whammy us getting bit by a dog, him getting bit by a rattler? Uh, podcast would have made for a good episode it would have it was except for robbie wouldn't have been (laughs) here (laughs) but yeah that was uh so that was interesting and the shoe was pretty good i mean it was a little unstable because it is zoom x big stack of it so if you're on it's not meant for that kind of trail though like it really and i used it for the other reason it's not meant for for roads yeah it worked okay but my ankle after the run just was shredded and i'm not sure if it was because of the shoe or maybe it was just my ankle but yeah and it, i didn't twist it or anything i mean i will say there was a section like in a field where it was just kind of flat and dirt and running in and it and that great. was awesome like it felt so good so i think maybe for something like jfk 50 miler that would be kind of a great shoe for that uh, i wonder if it would though because you're still like it's still got some pack yeah like i didn't mind running the 12 uh, so i did 12 miles on the road on saturday yeah and the one thing i noticed like because it does have that full coverage of uh vibram on on the um outsole yeah it doesn't expand and i also think because the zoom x is wrapped it doesn't expand so right. it's, it ge- it keeps its balance but i feel like maybe that's the reason my ankle is messed up is because there's no give maybe yeah who um, knows could just be that I'm just fucking falling apart. Yeah. 
that's probably both of our <laughs> don't pay attention to this review of the Nike Ultra Fly. Yeah. But yeah, that was um otherwise okay. Uh nothing crazy beyond that, so it was pretty nice, but yeah. Um and what else? I don't know. Just nothing much else. I like I haven't oh man, I don't know. I don't feel like I know I have to run cuz the <laughs> Because it's my job, because <laughs> New York City Marathon's coming up. But it's just uh, one of those things from like keep finding excuses to like push it back. Mm. You know, that's not good. I need to just have a, I, I, I think I need to get, I need to have an actual like plan in front yeah. of me. And that's what, so part of me wants to just do a basic plan where it's just like, just do these miles. Yeah. Don't worry about the other stuff. Just do this every day. And yeah. I think that's what I need to do. Why don't you do that? Like old school, like, back when i first started running just the it was so easy to check off the box exactly i think that's all i need to do why don't you do that i think i'm gonna do that okay yeah mm-hmm. but i think when i overthink and just like oh what about all this other stuff and this stuff like that's when it gets it's too all much you, for me all you need for new york for you yeah i think is just this many miles this day this many miles that day yeah and just do that do that training yeah I think that'll be pretty pretty good. Yeah, because I don't have any expectation of doing crazy something crazy. I just want to run it well. I've never run New York City well. I mean, la- last year I think the heat played into that quite a bit. The first year I went out way too fast. Um, so this year I just want I want to end it feeling good, mm-hmm. feeling happy with the time, feeling happy with like the training block. I just need to get healthy, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'll maybe like it's kind of like a discipline thing. I think for you know when you start out first running, you're super stoked about it. Every run is important. Yeah, it's like oh, I got six miles. I I'm gonna have to run six miles. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you literally have to do it, and yeah. it's you're on that runner's high. See, that's the thing. You know you can do it. Yeah. So now you just need the motivation to like you know that you can do it without fully like you're in you're fit yeah, enough that exactly. you can coast in right but you never enjoy it when you do that it's true it's true and that's the and you can't cheat the marathon you cannot you, it's like no matter even if you run it slow and take it easy it hurts it's still gonna suck yeah. like you can't that's the one race where you, just, you can cheat a 50k you could cheat you a can half cheat marathon i think uh you could totally cheat a half marathon yeah. like any you could just have a good day and run a good half marathon yeah. like just randomly you could show up at donna use a restroom for up until like two minutes before the Basically, race thank you go out there and get a pr thank you comfort in and sweet no i don't want what hotel was that i don't know um yeah didn't i forget to oh, i had to bum a martin from you or something something yeah i don't know do you know it's exciting though robbie what megan is going on tour again to nashville, nashville this weekend yeah when this comes out i will be on the way what time do we have to take you to the airport? Probably not on the way because okay. it comes out real early. <laughs> I'll be getting in my long run Which, of 18 miles before heading to Nashville. Is this is the thing on Saturday? Yeah, Saturday morning. And where, where is it at again? Fleet, um, Feet. Fleet Feet, Nashville. It's in Brentwood, I believe, is the town. Oh, yeah. So we're staying a little bit outside of Nashville, and then we're going to stay in town for Saturday night, come back Sunday. And then our next stop will be Atlanta the following week. How are they going to top the shaved ice? It's going to be tough. Nashville. It's going to be tough. You yeah. better have some hot chicken or <laughs> yeah, that'll be great. Oh, Start their own with some hot chicken. Um, so wait. It's in the Brentwood location? Yes. So Atlanta is before Boston? Correct. 
Boston's the last stop. Okay. Falmouth. And that's going to be a blast. Nothing beats how we finish that day. Yeah. Falmouth is always a very Seltzers time. and the ocean. And um, in talking to Mike Co this week, he always goes to um, the bar and there's a guy there who has all the different flavors of Truly lined up. And his goal every year is to so try every flavor. And he's not coming this year. So I told him that I would step up and attempt. And he told me not to because he said for him it was a lot. And he said for me it would be too much. No, I think I actually think that you can handle it. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I mean, he did sleep on the yeah. bus ride back. And again, we're getting the police escort. I, I hate even saying it because it feels so wrong. <laughs> it's like, so good. It's so ridiculous. Well, that here's what not. I love about it. I know that it would make you so angry if you were a driver and the bus came through and pushed you to the side and you had to stop and let yeah, the bus go through. Be so and then bad. Robbie would be double mad if you knew who was actually on that bus. Like you, Robbie would think, oh, maybe it's the president or somebody going to... I would, Nantucket. I would slash the tires if I knew it was us on the bus. <laughs> Just a bunch of drunk runners. Stinky, yeah. drunk runners. Yeah. yeah. Just wanting to get back to Boston as fast as they can. So insane. Uh, let's talk about the shoe real quick. Um, okay, so we're talking about the Solomon DRX Bliss. Bliss. It's a stabi stability shoe, right? It is. And this one's Megan's. I left mine at home today. I like the colorway. It's got kind of, this one has like a mocha. Mine's like more of a moss green. Uh -huh. um, really nice looking design. These foams are sort of hard though. Yeah. I don't know. And this I rubber on the outsole is sort of hard. I feel like the Solomon hasn't nailed their midsoles yet. They have not. Um, I think they did really well with the... Um, is it the, is the ultra, which, ultra yeah the glide? ultra glide for the trail yeah that was nice softness for some reason they love making the forefoot on these really hard so i do actually think that the stability part of it works when i was running in it these two arrow looking details yeah. on the side do give you kind of that guide rail kind of feeling so you feel like the the heel's very stable. The heel's a little bit wider. Uh -huh. But what I didn't like is you get down, it's like that old school forefoot where you definitely feel the drop and you definitely feel like there's not as much under the forefoot. Yeah. It's almost hard. So like the way I run midfoot to to forefoot, the shoe felt very harsh underfoot. Yeah, I haven't run it yet, but... Did you get it too? I did, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got it. I, I did one run in it. I'm probably not going to... Do more. I think you should do at least one run to just kind of get the feel for it. Okay. It but looks like the upper's like very padded and the upper's great. Fishy. Yeah. The, the upper's great. I don't know. Is this? Do you think this is a European thing, Robbie? That they like a firmer. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think that could be it because that does seem to be the case in a lot of because the heel does feel like it's got cushion. Yeah, and you just get to the forefoot and it's like, mm -hmm. and it's like that. What, I mean, I know some people listening when I say you get to the forefoot and I slam my hand on the table, but yeah. it, it just feels very thin under the front, even though, I mean, you can see there's a decent amount of stack here. Yeah. And then the, the rubber is pretty thick up here. So it's just, I don't know. Yeah. The, I mean, is there any of our stability reviewers getting it? I don't, I need to get it to them. That's the problem is I kind of just like send stuff to us. So I need to get the stability people. Cause on the list. I feel like maybe Aldrin would like this shoe because he's light. Yeah. Maybe. And 
the guidance works. Yeah. And I'm thinking that maybe he's also pretty fast. Yeah. That the thinner, firmer yeah, feeling might might actually benefit him. Definitely need to do that. Um, yeah, unfortunately, and we got in some other shoes, the Brooks. I just got the Brooks launch in the Brooks Hyperion, which we'll talk about that maybe like, another time. There's no plate in here. Try to bend it. Does it say there is? No. <laughs> oh. Like, there's zero flexibility in that midsole. I think that those side pieces probably don't help. Yeah, but, like, yeah. It's, yeah. So, I mean, I guess that helps it make it feel a little faster. Yeah. But, mm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't, I wish I could talk more about the shoe, but I don't really have too many other thoughts on it. So, yeah. I think, so, I mean, the Solomon Road shoe, the road racing shoe that's coming out. We have that here. That's like a P-back, full P-back. Have you brought that? Did you bring that in so we can get photos of it? No. I'm just right. going to wait till the last day. Till, till Brandon's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I keep forgetting that he's only here for this. I'll bring it in tomorrow. All right. Um, but uh, I did want to bring up one other thing that I've had it in my notes that is not related to running, but I really need to get your opinion on it. <laughs> okay. On the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Let's hear it. So my... My wife texted me yesterday and she says, what's the, she's like, do you use caps lock or shift when you're capitalizing words? Like when you're typing? Depends. Are you, are you My, yelling at someone or what, what? are you Are yelling? you doing the first letter? <laughs> yeah. She says she never uses the shifts button. So she does cap locks? For every capitalization. Of, even if it's just one letter of one word. Yeah. I was like, are you, you're wasting so much time in your, of your life. Because you don't have yeah, to go a, back. That's two taps. That's two taps. Yeah. Okay. So you use shift at least yeah. part of the time, right? Unless I'm unless I'm gonna do Dude, all caps. Dude, sometimes I just hold sentence. the shift down and do hunt and peck with the other <laughs> finger. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, um, because you're you're a like a hunt hunt and peck person, right? I have to. I have. I not every key, but I have to have eye on the keyboard. Yeah. Like I am. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I always feel bad when you have to write a review because. I know how long it takes. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the typing? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's 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 significant yeah. in time I, investment. I don't, I don't need to look. Do you need to look? No. Megan's but so I also, fast, but she's also angry typer. Like, her keys have, like, on one oh, of her computers. Mine are worn out, too, yeah. It's not angry typing. It's just efficient. That's too much energy that you're wasting <laughs> no, I have damaging wear, the keys. I have wear marks on my keys, Yeah, too. see? Probably I don't get, get it. that. But... But also, when I was in high school, they forced, like, they covered your hands with same, paper and same. forced okay. you to do it. Yeah. But they on a typewriter, a, right? A was, was it a typewriter? Uh, no, it was, we actually had computers what about at you? that point. Yeah, we had those giant um, Apple's computers, oh, remember? Oh, yeah. that, the like, Mac. We'll say the click clack of those keys is real nice. So good. Yeah. yeah. The old did school you, keyboards. Do you remember when you used to print out, oh, you probably, you guys are probably too young for this, where you did, like, Snoopy, but it was an all in zeros and stuff like that? Well, yeah, I don't think we were zeros. We had the dot matrix like yeah. printers with the the sides you tear but off. Like, or whatever. like we were, like programming for us to teach us programming. They would have us do a program that would like print out Snoopy, but he'd be made out of I see what you're saying, like X's and O's, and mm -hmm. on a, one of those spool printers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yikes. 
<laughs> and I think a lot of kids were into into eating that paper that you tore off from the sides. Okay. Our, ours wasn't, but I did. I I learned the hard way about paste. <laughs> oh, the which kind? So you know the paste when you're in like kindergarten. Yeah. I used to like that. You ball up that kind. You'd sneak sneak a couple little paste up. I feel you. And then, Dude, it was weird wait, back why? then. There were, there were so many opportunities to eat classroom items when you were yeah. in when you were in first grade in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, the paste kind of was. Why were you eating these? Because the paste was a little bit sweet. Yeah, and same with the paper. Yeah, the and, workbook paper and toxic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but here's the thing. That's why I said I learned my lesson. Because what you used to try to do is you try to use to sneak it so nobody would see it being like, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, a little paste. That's good. <laughs> uh-huh. But then, so one time I was like, well, a little's good. Yeah. <laughs> why not a lot? I had the stick and I was like, oh. put it right in my Ooh, mouth real fast. Thing. And I was like, too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, does that make you sick or high I or don't, what? No, it just. I think the cement would, but I think the regular. Yeah, the rubber cement, fine. you used to inhale that stuff. The black markers and the rubber cement. Oh, my God. That's the thing, man. They, they had made fiddle sticks, which make, <laughs> they literally make you want to eat it because it smells so good. They're like, they're tempting you. Oh, you mean that when they had the markers that were like scented markers? Yeah, they were the be- some of the best smells you could ever imagine. Okay, think about how I'm tripping out. I'm eating paste. I'm smelling the rubber cement. I'm doing the black markers then we get the fruit smelling ones and girls are opening those trapper keepers with all the oh the scratch and sniff stickers yeah scratch and sniff stickers. but what is the trapper keepers that you like that the one artist lisa frank, oh, lisa lisa frank. frank tra- like i was high as fuck Dude, <laughs> it, it was a sensory a, a sensory overload of, of magical proportions all your all your normal objects are like now cartoon characters like it wasn't a racer now it's a garfield you know it's like oh and erasers even smell good yeah what was that? Why did everything smell so good? <laughs> no, they knew school. how to get us. You think kids get that these days? I don't think they. Have I don't those. think they do. But have you ever? Do you remember? I literally can call up the smell of my classroom after recess, like when you walk back into the classroom after, like first break. Yeah. What did it smell like? It doesn't smell good. It smells like a a sock or something because like you know you have all those kids in there. Yeah. Yeah, and, no, and back then they didn't even have air conditioning in any yeah. building. Yeah, and well, I lived in California, so it was like a little warmer, and you, the, the kids weren't bathing. Like, no, you didn't go, to, you didn't take a shower before you went to school. They yeah. just put you in there. It kind of just smelled like a gym room. And did you have to take fluoride tablets? We did. To, okay. And the ones where they show you where you're not brushing well. We talked about. Oh, this. we talked about yeah. this before. Yeah, purple. I couldn't remember. I was like, I knew I talked about this with someone. Was it on the podcast? Oh yeah. And we used to take. Um, we had the desk that you lift, lift it up like yeah. this. Yeah. And what we used to do is you take a thumbtack, put it there. Take a ruler, put a rubber band around the thumbtack, and put put it on the other side of the ruler, and then slowly close the lid uh-huh. so that when somebody opens it, the tension of the rubber band would sling the ruler right into their chest. Oh, that's a good and one. It, it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Final check-in. Hey, Robbie, you know what's awesome? What? Summer Grit's almost over. It is. We we discussed that. Right. But you know what's even more awesome-er? What? There's going to be a Winter Grit. Oh, yeah. What do you think's harder, Winter or Summer Grit? Uh, I think Summer Grit. Just that heat? Winter Grit, you can always warm up and kind of get to that point you need to get to. All right. I like that. All right. So any tips for people who want to sign up for Winter Grit? <laughs> I just say keep on keep on running, stay consistent, stick with your goals, and but before you know it, winter grit will be here. All right, that's it. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hey, wait, did you get pranked on Thursday? Did I get pranked? Yeah. Oh, you did. 
at the party. Aldrin and Ryan Haynes oh, walked up the stairs yeah. with a bag of clips yeah, and they, they said me. we're gonna get Wait, Robbie. Yeah, they I thought me. it was Alex Arslan. Oh, it might have been Alex. It might have been both of what them. What did all they do to you? Oh, the binder clips, you know, that they were using for the CLA yeah. has to hang they lined my entire perimeter of my desk with them <laughs> and then put them all over my chair so I couldn't even sit down. And so I had to take off like a hundred binder clips from my desk too. That's not the it, worst. Yeah. A good, it was a good prank. I was like, all right, okay. I, I appreciate that. But now you have things that you can close chips bags with. Well, yeah. So Alex last exact, that's actually good because I do need those at home. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to take some of them now that you say that, but Alex forgot his camera, camera. here, his DSLR. And all. he was like, Oh yeah, can you send that back to me? I was like, absolutely. And I will pack it securely with a bunch of binder clips <laughs> enjoy nice. well see here's the crazy thing so in the past you if someone left a camera they would have a roll of film in there and they can't see what's mm -hmm. on it until they get it developed oh, so that would be the prank is like you t like if you left your camera here yeah you take a bunch of you know photos yeah and then when they get it developed they have like all this weird shit on there and it's alex from cla who if you're a fan of the podcast you all know the cla bathroom story so we should have took we should go find a picture of something weird and take photos on his camera with Definitely. it yeah. which i heard i got some more info on that cla sex in the bathroom story what's the more info so alex's wife said that at that party there was a justine there was a yeah justine there was a couple there that was hardcore making out like in in public like at the part like at the party before the run after and everything i was like well and she was yeah. like, I'm pretty sure it was them had to be uh yeah definitely them so here's what we need is if anybody has photos that have somebody making Ooh. out hardcore at the CLA party in Boston then we'll be able to put faces to it we <laughs> might crack this case <laughs> that would be amazing if we could do that destroy someone's marriage <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh speaking of destroying stuff did you see that so polar which we've reviewed mm -hmm. their stuff before did you see what ha what happened with the so joe rogan uses their heart rate monitor for for you know training and stuff mm -hmm. well because they're part of the eu and all this stuff and if they use your health information it's, uh -oh. it's required as like sensitive data and so they have they updated their tos and was and you have to check off certain Terms boxes of service. that says you're allowed that you have you have to permit them to share information outside of your home country because they're in Finland. Mm -hmm. And so you had to specifically check off a box that says that. And he was like, what's this like with sharing information else and screenshot it like the polar app and all this stuff. Joe Rogan did this and tag okay. them. And I was like, well, there goes polar. Yikes. And they were probably hanging on a thread to begin with. And now, which is dumb because every company does that exact same thing. Right. And they responded and said, like, look, this is, we have to comply with the, the EU, EU. standards, which are some of the strictest standards in the world. Yeah. You're not allowed to share it outside of the country that's in. It's because their servers are based in the EU. Yeah. So they, since he's in America, you have to give permission to transport from the data from America to the EU. Yeah. Meanwhile, with Koros having Chinese connection, they're like, eh, screw oh, you. Kor Koros <laughs> is like, <laughs> yeah, they take everything. I don't even know what happens with the Koros data. But I, I just love their watches, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, exactly. Their watches are awesome, but what's happening with that data, I have no clue. Well, I do when the when they 
collapse our economy and and take us all <laughs> maybe yeah. they'll spare the ones of us who yeah. have be like, look I'm, I'm loyal i've been i've been giving you guys data for a long yeah. time not on tiktok but on <laughs> yeah yeah we don't have tiktok but we've given you our location data for the last 15 years um but yeah the, i was i just felt i almost felt bad for polar because that we worked with them in the past and they're all like pretty nice people and they're pretty straightforward and like you know they're still a private company yeah. and like kind of family owned or have a good work culture and i was like man after that that that's enough to tank like yeah tank a company like significantly well hopefully it doesn't but yeah yeah and i just think it's kind of for and you know, look i listen to this podcast but i think that's kind of just not immature but just kind of not cool to do that to a brand like well especially when knowing, every everybody takes your data it's not knowing the power of your platform and i know that sometimes we're cavalier Oh, I like that word. Cavalier with uh, our reviews and stuff like that. But I don't think we're ever doing something that isn't based on our opinion, not like necessarily like a fact. Like I don't like the firm forefoot on this shoe. But right. that's just my opinion and what my preference is. Somebody yeah. else can like it. When you have a platform like Joe Rogan, which is millions, mm-hmm. and you condemn a brand or something on a philosophical level right then yeah you're you're causing harm and i and i could see it i mean if it is someone like tiktok where their terms of service are so insane that like they can steal anything from any device that you have like you give them permission to take everything from <laughs> anywhere any digital uh footprint you have they <laughs> yeah. can have any key logs anything then that's one thing to call someone out on that but to you know there's a reason that they had that you know Court was, I mean, Polar had to had to update those terms of service, and I don't think it was nefarious. It's just what everybody has to do. And at this point, you just have to assume all your data is going to some deep dark place that nobody knows. Yeah. Like it just is. Every, every app you use, everything you use is going somewhere. Do you know what's weird? We don't even talk about those Chinese balloons anymore. What's weird about it? Like that was a big deal. They were flying over, shooting them down with missiles. It's crazy because they were, yeah. And now what? What was that? oh well the one the the one that was flying over the military base was for for sure um picking up like it was picking up like everything from conversations on the ground to like all kinds of stuff how how do do we let that in this day and age i can understand if they had some like really cool super tech way of doing it but they just flew a balloon (laughs) over i mean it's pretty crazy yeah it's a it was a it it seems like it should be a bigger deal than it kind of like went away quickly Like just just a random spy. Like that's an invasion. I think it happens probably more often than we people think. realize. Yeah. yeah, maybe we're doing it too, and that too for yeah. sure. For sure. I mean, probably more. Megan has been building a balloon in our backyard. Definitely more covertly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Who knows? All right, you think we should wrap this week up? No. Uh, yeah. You know what we haven't done in a while? What's that? A is... read a review. Oh wait. By the way, is anyone using? I I saw that. I know we like start doing Instagram threads or I got it, but I think that's like, I don't think it's catching on. It said that it had the, after the signups, after the first week, it was like dropped off like a cliff. Like You know why? Like, Twitter sucks. That's why. <laughs> that's exact. I told Brandon that yesterday. I was like, the reason Twitter is so good is because it's so shitty. Well, no, I'm saying I don't like being on Twitter. Oh. Why would I want a, a Twitter, Twitter replica? Yeah. Well, I think, and I think Twitter... Like Instagram wants to be this place where it's like a good, like a place. A community building. And that's not, 
people love Twitter because it's such a cesspool because it's yeah. the junk food of social. It's the junkiest junk food yeah. of social media. And that's why people love it. And I also think Facebook has to be careful because like for me, the Facebook app itself is, I hate going to it. What is even going on in Facebook? I don't even, there's so many things happening that I don't even know what's what's going on i mean i used to defend it and be like well i want the pictures of my kids later i want those memories to show up and this and that now i go there and i'm just like i'm ang- i leave angry it's like why did you give me an alert for this this oh. has nothing to do with me it's like a friend commented on another friend's post yeah, i'm yeah. like they try to get you engaged in any way possible yeah meanwhile and we talked about this the ai they're so far advanced with ai meg you know what I'm talking about. You still on the show? <laughs> I, was, I was looking up reviews. Okay. There's so there's so far advanced with AI and everything else mm-hmm. and the metaverse and whatnot, but they can't filter out the spam comments that are literally the exact same comment thousands of times from junk accounts. Yeah, share this on. I made $5,000 yeah. doing this. Praise you, the Lord. How can you not, how can you not possibly filter those out beforehand? And we're because getting, it gets you to open the app and delete those things and report them so you're interacting with it. That's the only thing, yeah, I can think of is that that's how they get you. To, they want you to spend more time on the app by I deleting will tell junk. You, I love the people, like if I go to an article and it's clickbait, and I, I immediately go to the comments because someone will just take the entire article and oh, paste yeah. it in, into the comments. So yeah. you don't have to click on our link to find out why. I will not do such a thing. No, I'll just read the comment from the first 20 people. Yeah, I don't know. It's become yeah i think but also the threads did that not look like a bandit running like do you know what i'm talking about the words yeah. in the black lines with the white text yeah i thought i was looking at a bandit running thing and then it turns out it was just instagram threads <laughs> <laughs> like for real i, I thought it was uh, um all right so, what do you got meg uh there's some there's some good ones on here i was debating which one i should read i'm gonna read a couple all right read okay. a couple Okay, this one says, uh, it's from Scroll Bar, please. It says, laugh so hard I almost crash. Sometimes this show makes me laugh uncontrollably, which while running on a treadmill can be a hazard. There Ooh. should be a caution warning or rating for runner safety, LOL. But seriously, sometimes the topic will dive off, and before you know it, bam, your comments will be so super spot-on funny that it throws my stride off where I have to grab the rail. How about I'm that? sure I look like a whack. Love the show. I was one of the <laughs> runners in Boston that got a headband. Yes. Wanted a hat, but just missed those. Cheers to keeping your content and you all real with your shoe. I mean, show. Ha. Ah, little uh, pun there at the yeah. end. Hey, guess what? I am thinking if we can locate some more of those white hats that we had, that maybe May can take them to Nashville and hand them out as, uh, you know, just a goodwill towards man. Okay. Okay. This Peace is on Earth. This is yeah. another one that I think is great because it's from one. Oh, this is from Zach Stone, I think. One Z Stone. Okay, let's see. He said, not just a running podcast. I'm not a big runner, but I love the Drop Podcast. They're funny and have great rapport with each other and their guests. Uh, We know Zach. Okay. That was very sweet, Zach. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, even non-runners are apparently listening to our nonsense. Yeah. All right. All right. Strange. Maybe we wrap it up, Robbie? Yeah, I think that's good. I think I covered all the things that are going around in my head that I need to get off my chest. The mysteries of the, of the Robbie world. Yeah. Ralphie, um, thanks for uh, checking in. You probably can't see him right now cause he's curled up on the chair, but always one of our best listeners. He never writes in though. Nope. Yeah. Oh, the only other thing real, this is two seconds. 
I posted that can of natty light, natty ice that I found. Yeah, I didn't understand that. I found it in the tree bed, like near my house, mm-hmm. and because I was just picking up trash, I threw it, it out. It was unopened. Yeah, but it's unopened. Did you drink it? I didn't, but now I almost feel bad because I said I posted it on my Instagram. Like, should I drink it? And everyone said to drink it. Of course, if you posted razor blades and you said, "Hey, should I cut myself?" Everybody's gonna be like, "Yeah." Mm, that mm. Feels you aggressive. So? There's Maybe a couple not. people that said not to, but not. And the reason probably I didn't is because I really do hate natty ice. I just remember one time I had a horrible hangover from it. And I just what makes it ice? Is it a higher alcohol? Yeah, or? that's it. Okay. It's like 6% instead of 4%. So, but I, yeah, I just remember one time it was not a great day afterwards. So now I. I did we already tell it. everybody you ate brownies that were opened? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I did that. not forget that. Right. Um, yeah, someone said you could wash the brownies down with that natty ice. So right. like, that solid solid response. Anyways, I poured it out. So I'm sorry. Next time we'll drink it. But I didn't realize it was such a such a fan hit. And if you're in the Baltimore area and you want to donate to Robbie's food drive, <laughs> feel free to throw stuff in his Just yard. Leave stuff <laughs> outside. Eighteen oh five Eastern. We'll yeah. figure it out. Random yeah. spot. Okay, yeah. I am going to do a complaint here. All right, we're almost. I ended. do sorry. not understand people who litter. Like, I just don't get it. Like, you are throwing garbage in your own in f- space. In front of their house, nonetheless. Not so, just as they're walking somewhere in the city. My boy, Theo, he got in trouble. Mm-hmm. And so I made him come to the office and clean our entire block, pick up every piece of trash, sweep, pull weeds. Pull weeds. Just, it looked the nicest it's ever looked. Yeah. He did a really good job. I was really proud of him for handling his punishment well. We, it's not even a week later. Our neighbors sit on their steps, drink beers, or eat food, and then just throw the stuff right, like they. It's in, like they in get in front of where they sit, where they live, and then additionally, like for some reason, people just seem to walk by, and if they're done with something, just drop it out of their hands. There's a trash can half a block away, which. Maybe I need to talk to Zeke and, and lobby for us to get a garbage can. Actually, there's block. trash cans all around the corner of their house. Like, the literally yeah. 10 feet away from them, there's, like, five trash cans. <laughs> but, no, they just want to leave it right there. Uh, and the cigarette butts, bottle caps. And I just, I just don't understand. When I see someone litter, it just makes me so upset. Like, it's like, you really don't care about your environment. And it's like, this is where you live. This is where you spend yeah, time. I don't get it. I honestly just don't get it. Do you wonder what the inside of their house looks like if they're just dropping their trash <sighs> on the outside? I don't know. There's probably bodies in there. There's, yeah, I don't know. It, that It's a weird house for sure. I don't know what's happening in there, but yeah. Saw, one time they opened the door, and I just saw someone getting a haircut right inside. <laughs> Illegal haircut. It was dark. The whole room was dark, and they just cut. I was like, how can you even see to cut their hair? There's not even, I don't even think there was electricity in that you house. You think style is their number one concern? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> that happened for real. I was like, "What is so confusing?" It's it like almost when you're in a dream and like in a, mm-hmm. a movie, and they open a door and there's like it's like kind of shining when it's like yeah. something else happening, and that's, you're like totally like shouldn't be. Yeah, that's what was going on. It was like one o'clock, and there's a woman just giving a guy a haircut in a chair in a dark room. What's happening? Uh, Meg right. had a dream that someone murdered Jarrett. Oh, really? Like legit? Like woke up like really upset. And she was upset that she didn't do anything to help. Maybe that's why you jumped in when I was getting eaten by Biscuit. <laughs> was it was Thomas the murderer? No. no. Okay, that's good. We can't disclose who the murderer is right. on air. We'll Ooh. tell you after. It's like a game of Clue. I like it. Yeah. 
but there the murderer was somebody that we had recently met okay so uh-huh yeah all right do you really know the the identity of the killer yeah. and oh. J- jared was all upset because he thinks megan's manifesting his murder <laughs> oh man now i'm excited <laughs> to hear who it is Wait, right. just, is it me? for a while, believe it or not. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's All right. wrap this up. Hey, thanks for listening. And really huge thank you to everybody who showed up for the grit party. We love being part of this community. We love sharing it with you and being able to do things like this. So when you guys show up and uh, we're able to, you know, do stuff like these parties, it keeps the ball rolling. It makes the brands excited. It gets people pumped up. Every Everybody benefits. So Let's, let's keep this party rolling. Come out to Nashville at the hydration tour if you're around that area. We're also going to be in Boston. When's that, Meg? The 19th. The 19th. And I can't believe it's almost August. That's, mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. Yep. And then, um, yeah, so thank you so much for coming out. Anything you want to add, Robbie? Just keep it grinding. Last week of grit. Keep keep doing it. This is the easiest week here. It's all downhill from here. That might be our, our tips this week. Yeah. Um, I might make Robbie do the tips this week. Mm, pass. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. And thanks to Brandon for putting this together and editing it up. Um, Meg. Hi, mom. There you go. All right.